0: Hello, everybody. And before we get started, I just want to make a small disclaimer here. I don't think that generalizations typically have a place in fact-based and opinionated work. So typically, I'll try to avoid them. But in this case, I may use the term Russia or Russians to describe the actions that the Russian government, i.e. Putin, uh, and the Russian military have taken in Ukraine as terms for those things Uh, not for the russian people themselves i understand that everybody has their own ideas and they may feel differently to how the government is acting so if i say russia or russians please know i am mainly referring to the government and the military's actions in ukraine with that out of the way hello everybody and welcome to an episode of regrettably moderate shorts I am your host, Kevin, and today I'm just going to be taking a quick look at some of the recent things that happened since the last episode. Today's not a full episode, mostly because I didn't have a guest, but also because I wanted to kind of experiment with this format a little bit. These episodes are going to be a little bit shorter in length, maybe about like 15 to like 25 minutes, but what I hope to do is just kind of give you an overview of things you might have missed, things that I found interesting, and give you my opinions on those things. So, uh, obviously, for time's sake, there won't be a non-political news segment in these. I'm just going to try to jump right into it and give you my thoughts. So, the first and foremost thing is that recently, Ukraine was able to hold off the Russian invasion of Kiev, the capital city of Ukraine. So, in doing this, I think that they've effectively, not angered, but more like irritated Putin. And this is kind of, it's weird to talk about. Just because, obviously, the assault on Ukraine is still ongoing. And it's not showing much of an end in sight. Uh, Recently, um, in most popular, you know, social media forums, most people have already seen. Uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine was on a phone call with Biden, and he gave a very quotable. Uh, I well, I say speech, but they had a he had a very good quote in his conversation, which is uh, they were talking about you know airlifting him out, getting him out of Ukraine. To which he replied, uh, "I don't need a ride; I need ammunition." I believe in previous episodes, I've kind of come off, you know, indifferent to, like, Ukraine. I might have, maybe not, uh, to be honest. When I record, typically, I'm thinking about things in a factual mindset. Uh, Of course, you know, we do give our opinion on things. But first and foremost, what matters to me is the facts. So, I can say this. I believe that the Ukrainian fighting spirit is absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, they're managing to hold back, you know, one of the largest militaries in the world. Uh, And that's, that in and of itself is very impressive. And my heart goes out to all those Ukrainians that have been affected by this invasion. Pretty much the entire country, the whole thing over. And I will say, Putin has kind of exhausted his goodwill or at least it looks like he's exhausting his goodwill with his own military Uh, recently he called for a special uh, special tour of duty for his nuclear arsenal which at first when you first hear it sounds absolutely horrendous it immediately invokes images of World War 3 and what could possibly happen you know if Putin decides to give the order But recently I saw the images of his generals when he was making this announcement. And I will say this, war is a very terrible thing. And honestly, I think the people that know that the most are the people that have to wage war. You know, generals, soldiers, the like. But in this case, his soldiers, well, or sorry, his generals... Even though there's a certain aspect of just being in the military where you know, you know, war is a terrible thing, you're still, there's typically a patriotic or nationalistic like sense of duty that kind of compels you forward in some ways. And I'm not speaking for everyone here, but you know, typically uh, in the higher brass, that can be the case, especially uh, in more authoritarian or authoritarian countries. Now, Putin's generals did not seem very like enthusiastic at all about this. And when I say they didn't seem enthusiastic, I mean, we're, look, we're talking downtrodden looks, you know, very stoic faces. And it can be hard to interpret those at times. But, I don't know, here, of all times, you expect, you expect sternness, you know, if you're thinking that they're all in for it, you know, gung-ho. And they very much could be. I'm not them. I don't know how his generals think. and I likely never will. But to me, it just doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of support behind at least nuclear weapon usage. And it's it could be posturing by Russia, but at this point I I don't leave any option up to imagination. I feel like Putin is definitely capable of making those decisions at this point. Now, as for other factors that are influencing this, of course there's been many sanctions both by the US and the European Union. Many countries and private businesses have gone out of their way to sanction Putin or his country personally. And whether or not this is having the effect that's wanted or needed is kind of up for debate, simply because the sanctions are so new. Um, even economic impacts, such as ones by credit card companies and trade and flight, you know, you know all these industries they'll take time to actually come into full effect. China was kind of one, you know, one actor that everyone was looking towards because China kind of came out as a little conflicted over this entire deal. Now, I will say this. China's economic interests probably outweigh any sovereign interests. But at the same time, China's in the like weirdest spot. You would think this could be an easy decision. You either you know support Moscow or you support uh, <clears throat> every or you at least stay neutral about it. I don't think they'd support Ukraine. I'm I'm really not certain about that at all. But of course you have your economic interests to think about when you're China, and one of you know their bigger allies is Russia. So if anyone has any sort of 3rd party influence over Russia's actions at this point, it would be China. Now, we do know at this point that China is kind of starting to back negotiations, uh, which is, as weird as it's going to sound, a good sign. Um, Good signs coming from China are fairly few and far between in the world of politics... But in this case, it could mean that, you know, Putin would be more willing to bend the uh, bended ear to them at least. <sighs> However, they're not coming out and making their own sanctions yet or doing anything like that. If China were to come out and do any sort of cutoff from Russia at this point, I guarantee you it would have immediate effects that ripple through pretty much the entire national community um it's an open secret that you know china is one of the economic powerhouses of the world and i don't think even russia can pretty much stand up to china in an economic battlefield so it'll be interesting to see what comes of that and hopefully maybe in the next full episode or maybe even the next short i will have an update for that on you i uh, sorry, on that for you. <laughs> and we can talk about that a little bit more in depth. Now, the last thing I have to say about the Ukraine uh, invasion is that... This is a big showing of... When we, Me and Jamal talked about this on the last episode. If you haven't listened to it, please go do so. But we... Um, Talked about this being, you know, a possible playbook for China. A lot is riding on this. Uh, an entire nation's sovereignty is riding on this. The entire world economy is, like, kind of riding on this right now. And the future of other countries' interactions with, uh, with other independent nations uh, are riding on this. We talked about China and Taiwan, you know, this could mean a lot of things, especially if we're not going to get involved. The entire world is watching this. Everyone knows that the entire world is watching this. Russia knows, you know, Ukrainians know. Zelensky, you know, I, I find this interesting. It's a little off topic, but, you know, Zelensky was originally a comedian before he was elected president of Ukraine and i find it's so interesting that he's taken such a such strong control of the situation i'm not saying that you know you should look down on people that aren't politicians i think that there's a place in government for people with no political experience typically not the presidency we've you know had our experiments, but that's not what this is about. What I mean to say with all this is, Zelensky has a lot of respect for me, in my opinion, and I I think that, you know, with his guidance currently, I think that Ukraine stands a pretty good chance of remaining independent. Now, whether or not they will, that time will tell that, but again, that's just my opinion on the subject. Uh, a lot of this is opinion. Uh, <clears throat> but, Anyways, uh, to wrap this up, I just want to say thank you for listening. First and foremost, like I said, this uh, shorts format will likely be, you know, targeted at one issue just for the sake of brevity. Um, we've, all, of course, already had a full episode on uh, Ukraine, the Ukrainian conflict in the previous episode. So I didn't want to rehash too much. I basically just wanted to bring forth the new information. And, yeah, this is probably just going to be a format, you know, when I find things interesting, I'll talk about them, and, you know, I'll upload it, and maybe, you know, on Wednesday or Thursday, could be any time during the week, excuse me, and so just keep a lookout for that, I'll try and post, I'm terrible on social media, and, uh, I believe you'll probably be seeing another one sooner rather than later with the State of the Union coming up, um, I also do want to talk about the nomination of Judge Kintanji Brown uh, Jackson to the uh, bench. So that may also become a short rather soon, especially as we get more information on how the confirmation goes. But for now, thank you for listening. I've been Kevin, and this has been a relatively Moderate Short. See y'all next week or next time.